Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria 45, Penn Quarter 47 degrees, Columbia 43, heading down to the upper 30. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And coming up, the Washington Commanders choose their new head coach. He hails from the Dallas Cowboys. We're following the latest developments around the hiring of Dan Quinn. An investigation now into an officer shooting and killing a man in Prince George's County tonight, the latest from Suitland. D.C. is giving Metro a funding boost as the agency is still facing that $750 million budget shortfall. Called racial slurs at their home, their landlord did nothing. I'm Scott Gelman. And President Biden issues an executive order targeting Israeli settlers who have attacked Palestinians. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The first of two atmospheric rivers moves through the west in Yuma, Arizona. It's nice because we need the rain, but we don't need the flooding that comes with it. Northern California wineries are underwater, and there are flooding concerns in San Diego. CBS's Carter Evans in Los Angeles. The L.A. area is expected to get three, maybe five inches of rain. Up in the mountain areas, we could see up to ten inches of rain. All of this causes concern for flooding and, of course, driving. Roadways in the area have flooded as I was driving in today. You know, I saw several cars that had spun out, several roads that had lanes covered with water. Plans are approved for a series of strikes against targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities inside Iraq and Syria. CBS's David Martin. The military Martin. under his command is preparing to strike back for Iranian-backed militia attacks, which on Sunday killed three American soldiers. Austin said this time will be different from the one-and-done retaliatory strikes the U.S. has conducted until now. Well, I don't think the, uh, the adversaries are of a one-and-done mindset. Uh, and so... Uh, They have a lot of capability. I have a lot more. The U.S. military has carried out new strikes against 10 drones belonging to the Iran-aligned Houthi rebels in Yemen. A new study may explain why women are more likely than men to get autoimmune diseases. CBS's Wendy Gillette. The research from Stanford University finds females' extra X chromosome may be the reason, because a protein complex that's designed to deactivate one of those X chromosomes could be a target for the diseases. It's published in the journal Cell. During a campaign stop in Michigan, President Biden tells United Auto Workers members days after that union endorsed his re-election bid. We now have, in large part because of you and organized labor, the strongest economy in the whole damn world. Former President Trump met with Teamsters yesterday and former Governor Nikki Haley is campaigning in South Carolina. Jennifer Crumbly, mother of the Oxford, Michigan school shooter, testifies at her involuntary manslaughter trial about the day her husband and son went gun shopping. I believe he called me and told me that him and Ethan were at the Acme firearm store looking at guns. And then they came home from there. Okay, did they purchase the gun that day? They did. Former CIA software engineer Joshua Adam Schulte has been sentenced to 40 years on espionage and child pornography charges connected to what feds say was the largest theft of classified information in CIA history. Average long-term U.S. mortgage rates ease. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 
10.03 here on WTOP Thursday night, January 1st, 2024. Alexandria is at 45 degrees and down to the 30s. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Big news from Ashburn. The Washington Commanders have found their new head coach. He's got ties to one of Washington's most bitter rivals, though. It's Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn to be the next man in charge of the Commanders. WTOP Commanders beat reporter George Wallace, not to mention our sports director, explains what Quinn needs to do right away. First thing you have to do is hire an offensive coordinator. You have to put together your staff. More importantly, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, because we've been saying all day, the team has the number two overall pick, and I would, you know, 95% say they're going to go with a quarterback. I want to say for certain, but it's one of those positions that you need to have locked up and be very strong with because, especially since he is a defensive-oriented coach. But again, he's a head coach. He's not running the offense, not running the defense. He is a leader of this football team, and who you hire on your staff is now very, very important. WTOP's George Wallace on the hiring of Dan Quinn as the next commander's head coach. Breaking news on WTOP. We have learned that a Prince George's County police officer shot and killed a man in Suitland this evening. Police say officers were called to an apartment complex on Suitland Road for the report of somebody breaking and entering. When the officer arrived, they entered the apartment and they got into a verbal exchange with a man. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says at some point the officer shot the suspect. That adult male sustained fatal injuries and the officer uh, rendered aid but was unable uh, to uh, revive that suspect uh, who he had encountered. A gun was recovered at the location. Now, the officer was not physically hurt during this incident. The Maryland Attorney General's Independent Investigations Division, we're told, is on scene and is now taking over the investigation. As more information comes in tonight and tomorrow, you can bet that you'll hear about it here on WTOP and get more at WTOP.com. New tonight, a bill that would allow Fairfax County to build and host a casino in Tyson's that's been shelved until next year. Fairfax Now is reporting that a Virginia Senate subcommittee voted today to stop the bill from moving forward so that a more in-depth analysis could be done. The measure was introduced by State Senator David Marsden, who says Virginia has been losing tax revenue to people traveling to other places to gamble, like over in Oxon Hill at National Harbor, the MGM casino there. While some lawmakers supported the bill, several civic groups and homeowner associations in the Tysons area have said they really don't want it there. Today's vote does keep the bill alive into 2025. Is D.C. about to save Metro? Mayor Muriel Bowser writes in a letter to Metro's board that the district can provide up to $200 million in additional funding to help close that $750 million budget gap. Now, the mayor says along with the proposed contributions from Maryland and Virginia, that money should be enough to let Metro avoid drastic service cuts and keep running. But she says that Metro's got to do its part, too. That would be reviewing its staffing levels and cutting costs where it can. The letter was co-signed by D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson and Council Member Charles Allen, who heads the Council's Transportation Committee. And uh, the GM of Metro has put out on X tonight, formerly Twitter, has said that he thanks the D.C. contingent for their help in keeping Metro falling off, from falling off a fiscal cliff. Management at a D.C. apartment building did nothing when two black women reported that they were harassed by a white man who lived in that building. It's according to a new lawsuit filed by the D.C. Attorney General's office. The
The story tonight from WTOP's Scott Gelman. It happened at Waterside Towers in southwest D.C. Alicia Lendon says the D.C. Attorney General is suing UDR, which manages the building. UDR took no action to protect these women from the persistent harassment that was happening in the building. In one instance, the lawsuit says the man made a gun with his hand and pointed it at one of the women. He almost hit the other woman when she was in a crosswalk and then yelled racial slurs and spit in her face in July of 2020. The worst words and the worst epithets that you can think of were hurled at both of these women. The women reported the behavior to the company, but the lawsuit says that nothing changed. Last year, the man was convicted of a hate crime. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP contacted the property management company for comment on the lawsuit. In other news, we are hearing from residents this evening in Prince George's County concerned about plans of developers of the old Prince George's Hospital Center. The story from WTOP's John Doman. The new development is supposed to bring lots of new housing, but also new retail and restaurants that doesn't exist and which residents crave. Caroline Kenny with Urban Atlantic says plans to connect the property with two streets that currently dead end in Chevrolet are needed to make that happen. In order to say to a retailer, hey, you're going to benefit from those 3,600 households, we have got to have connections directly into the into the towns. Her group wants to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to do that. Several residents pushed back at another meeting this week. There's no value um, to it. It seems um, to me the benefit is all for the new development. Though they do want pedestrian and cyclist access, another survey of Chevrolet residents is underway to get more feedback. John Dome in WTOP News. A shelter in place has ended. Students were safely dismissed from a Montgomery County middle school this afternoon after two students were hospitalized following a fight. The people running Benjamin Banneker Middle School say the fight broke out between two girls around 1.30 p.m. A box cutter was involved. Both girls were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Coming up after traffic and weather, Volvo backs off a little bit in the electric vehicle business. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Let's get back to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Things are pretty quiet around the region for the most part on 395. No delays between the 14th Street Bridge and the Beltway, although they have uh, begun to set up road work in Dale City on 95 northbound. So be alert for that. Near exit 156 will be down to a single lane once they get all of that in place. And it is beginning to slow down there just a bit now. Headed toward Woodbridge. believe you are getting by single file to the right on northbound 95 at Dale City. Things are in good shape on the Beltway, both in Maryland and Virginia tonight. Uh, on 270, though, in Maryland, after Route 109, headed toward Route 80, a little bit slow passing works on. We are down to a single lane getting by, and we're in great shape up and down 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 50 to the Bay Bridge is good to go as well. May have an incident in the district on southbound I-295 near Suitland Parkway. Uh, traffic unusually slow there. May have a crash, so be alert on southbound 295 again near Suitland Parkway, possibly a crash. Want to test an electric car? Plug it at fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, we're going to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Clouds have been moving in this evening. Our temperature is holding between 40 and 45 degrees. And tomorrow morning, temperatures will be staying above freezing, 36 to 42 degrees. That's great news with a little bit of damp weather, wet weather moving in with got the chance for some isolated to stray showers up until about 7 a.m. Rain chance starts just after midnight. High temperature tomorrow just under 50 degrees with late day sunshine and a breeze picking up out of the north. 
I'm 7 News, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Reagan National now at 47, BWI Marshall 43, Dulles 47, and some parts of our area could be down to the upper 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Monday News 10 and 40 past the hour as we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Walmart will open or remodel 150 stores. Walmart hasn't opened a new store in three years. Volvo will stop funding EV startup Polestar. Polestar sales last quarter were down 39% from a year ago. Delta Airlines branded Amex cards cost more. The SkyMiles Reserve is a $650 annual fee now. The Platinum version is now $350. The Dow rallied 370 points Thursday. The S&P 500 and the Nasdaq gained one and a quarter percent. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And Asia-Pacific markets all higher. Some are really rallying, like South Korea's Kospi. It's up 2%. Coming up next on WTOP, we go in-depth on the crisis in the Middle East, including a possible buffer zone along Gaza Strip's border with Israel. What could that mean for the conflict, and what happens after the war? We're checking in with Axios. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. But right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at ReputationDefender.com or call 800-811-4975 to speak to an expert. That's 800-811-4975. Coming up a little later this half hour. Patients and oncologists have a new tool to try to stay ahead of cancer. I'm Neil Augenstein. Now 10-13. I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three-year study, Eliquis Apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than warfarin. And over 97% of Eliquis patients did not experience a stroke. A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eliquis patients. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without asking your doctor. It may increase your stroke risk. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding, unusual bruising, or tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. Medications such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. At 1014, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. 
Latest on the crisis in the Middle East, President Biden has signed an executive order that lets the U.S. impose new sanctions on Israeli settlers and potentially Israeli politicians and government leaders involved in violent attacks against Palestinians. In some cases, those attacks have been deadly. Axios World Editor Lauren Whitney Gottbrath joined us earlier to explain the meaning and the timing of the White House decision. In terms of this particular executive order, we know that it was weeks in the making. This issue of settler violence against Palestinians in the occupied West Bank has been something that Biden has continued to bring up with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu during phone calls. And it did re- sort of unprecedented levels, particularly at the end of last year. And that being said, this is sort of an unprecedented order uh, in the fact that this is one of the strongest measures that a U.S. administration has taken, particularly on this issue and, and against Israelis surrounding violence against Palestinians. So in that sense, It can go without saying that it came on the day that President Biden traveled to Michigan, where we know there's the country's largest Arab American and Muslim populations, who are many of whom are extremely outraged at the president's policy on the war. So while that might indeed be a coincidence, um, you know, it is worth noting that uh, this order did come uh, on the day that he made that visit. A very uh, astute observation on your part, as always. What does this do to the Biden-Netanyahu relationship or the U.S.-Israeli relationship? I continue to uh, struggle to fully understand the push and pull and whether they're allies or enemies. I, I guess it depends on the day and how uh, how tense these uh, these arguments get. Yeah, and, and, you know, something that we know, my colleague Brock Ravid has been told by multiple U.S. officials that that there is increasing frustration on the part of not just the administration, but President Biden in particular over the continued effort of Israel's war, particularly as the civilian death toll continues to go up in Gaza. You know, I, I think the administration is quite angry that some of the things that they are pushing Israel is rejecting. Um, so that frustration continues to build. And, I, you know, I do think this executive order is also a sign of that. Another related topic here, satellite photos are showing new demolition along a half-mile deep path on the Gaza Strip's border with Israel. The destruction is coming as Israel has said it wants to set up a buffer zone there, further tearing away at land claimed by the Palestinians. And, of course, this again is being done over international objections. Uh, Can we add the buffer zone to this list of disagreements between the U.S. and Israel and and perhaps uh, more immediately here? What does the buffer zone represent or what, what could it lead to? In terms of the administration being against this buffer zone, that's exactly right. They've been against it since sort of plan began to emerge in in media that this was being planned by the Israeli military. And again, yesterday, the State Department reiterated that they are against this buffer zone. In terms of what it means, it means a number of things. For Palestinians, it means more loss of land in southern Gaza. This land that they're planning, or it appears that they're planning to use as a buffer zone, is farmland that's very important to the Gaza economy once this war would be over. To the north, residential homes that are being demolished, many of them already partially destroyed from the war itself. So that it will have an extreme effect on uh, Palestinians even long after this war is over. In terms of what the Israelis are saying, as they say it's necessary, it may be temporary, although, you know, they've said these things before and, and they've largely been permanent, but uh, they say it's necessary to prevent another attack like October 7th on uh, Israeli communities that are along the Israel-Gaza border. Axios World Editor Lauren Whitney Gottbrath speaking with us earlier on WTOP. Top stories we're following tonight on WTOP. A police officer in Prince George's County shoots and kills a man after answering a breaking and entering call in Suitland. 
The Washington Commanders land Dan Quinn as their next head coach. He comes here from the Dallas Cowboys, where he was the defensive coordinator. He's a one-time Atlanta Falcons head coach. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes for the secret handling of his cancer diagnosis, his surgery, and his hospitalization. Keep it here for details. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway, all is quiet tonight in Maryland and Virginia, but the work zone is in place on 95 northbound at Dale City, getting by single file uh, to the right past the work zone there. And uh, things are generally good on 66 in both directions. Now, in the district on southbound I-295 near Suitland Parkway, I believe we have a crash there. Be alert for a bit of a delay headed south from the 11th Street Bridge. In Maryland, 270 northbound after 109, getting up into Urbana, down to a single lane with road work. And that does slow you down just a bit through there. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running well between the beltways. And all's quiet on 50, getting out to the Bay Bridge. Innovation that defends what matters most. Northrop Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthropGrumman.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now we're going to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Another weathermaker moving in. This one will bring some spotty light showers to the area. Not a lot of rain. We certainly don't need it. It's our third wettest winter on record. So here this evening, 40 to 45 degrees. We're overcast by Friday morning, 36 to 42. Your temperature range. In the afternoon's temperatures will be just under 50 degrees. Your best chance of those spotty showers will be prior to 7 a.m. And then for the early Early afternoon, maybe just a sprinkle. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Fort Belvoir is at 45, Foggy Bottom 47, Silver Spring 46 degrees, and some parts of our area could be down to the upper 30s overnight. Still ahead among the new stories and developing stories we're following, a Marylander from our region, Montgomery County, comes down with measles. Stay with us tonight. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at GAWon'tWait.com. That's GAWon'tWait.com. 1021. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes. And further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief. America's number one tax relief firm. Optima's tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. 
Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low-income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. Good evening at 1023 and new tonight. A Montgomery County resident is diagnosed with measles. The Maryland Department of Health says the person recently traveled internationally and is warning that they might have been exposed. Other people might have been exposed if you were at Dulles Airport January 27th. Anyone who visited the Claridge House in Silver Spring on January 27th or January 29th may have been exposed to measles. The CDC says the most measles cases here in the U.S. happen when unvaccinated or partially vaccinated people travel internationally. Complications from measles can be relatively mild with symptoms such as a rash. George Washington University Hospital is announcing a new round of layoffs. The Washington Business Journal reports about 60 positions are expected to be cut, but hospital officials say almost everyone affected is being offered other positions within the organization. The hospital's parent company, Universal Health Services, cites healthcare industry challenges as a reason for these layoffs. The nurses' union calls the move unexpected. In a statement, George Washington University Hospital Nurses United says that it's deeply saddened by the cuts and that they weren't notified before the layoffs were announced. Most of the recent improvements in treating cancer have come after successful clinical trials. One cancer expert says researchers also learn when something does not work as hoped. One recent trial was of early-stage colon cancer patients who'd already had surgery. They were felt to be low-risk and they didn't need chemo. Julie Graylow's the chief medical officer with the American Society of Clinical Oncology. She says they got a liquid biopsy. As a tumor grows, pieces can break off and circulate in the bloodstream and spread to other parts of the body. That's called circulating tumor DNA or CTDNA. If they started seeing circulating tumor DNA, then they would start chemo. But she says the trial was stopped early because chemo that was started at that point didn't help. She says better treatments are needed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Sports at 25 and 55. It's 1025 with Rob Woodfork. All right, uh, Dan Quinn, reportedly the new commander's head coach, and we're starting to hear a little bit about his potential staff. Quinn reportedly bringing highly regarded assistant Joe Wett Jr. with him from Dallas to be the defensive coordinator here. He was the top choice for D.C. in uh, Dallas. Uh, He's been with Quinn since his last year in Atlanta, and the offensive coordinator is a different story so far. (laughs) Is Clint's... um, uh, the the uh, Chip Kelly is actually re- being reported by ESPN as a potential candidate. He's the UCLA coach who had uh, two head coaching jobs in the NFL. Uh, he lost out to the Raiders offensive coordinator job to Cliff Kingsbury, and many fans wouldn't like that, nor do they seem particularly enthused by Quinn, but George Wallace gives it a thumbs up in the D.C. Sports Huddle. If the person you were looking for is somebody that's been there before, that's been a leader, been a head coach, and you look at somebody like Dan Quinn, record aside, he's been to a Super Bowl. Everywhere he's gone, his defenses have gone up.